For the first time ever, I am thrilled to say we have an official sponsor for the Dirk Talk podcast, and that's Ariat. I've worn Ariat boots on every job site I've visited over the years, traveling in them across five continents. More importantly, I have yet to find a single project where working folks, unlike me, are not wearing Ariat boots and workwear in every condition imaginable. And there's really good reason for that. And that's because it's phenomenal stuff. And the more I've learned about Ariat and the company, the more I've loved their brand. So with this, Ariat is offering any Dirt Talk listener 10% off their next Ariat order at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk. That's 10% off boots, jeans, and workwear at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk or at the link in this episode's description. With that, let's get to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Dirt Talk Podcast Monday edition. I am your host, Aaron Witt, on a mission to make the dirt world a better place, joined by my co-host, Alex Horton. Hey, y'all. We are back in business. We're excited for another episode. Last one we did remote. This one we're doing live at the BuildWit Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. The BuildWit Studios, coming live from Nashville. Yes. I don't know. I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll work on the intro. Trying to get like a radio voice down, you know, but it's just not who I am. I'm trying, man. 107.8. The river. (laughs) (laughs) The river. That's a Nashville station. 107.5. The river. Is it really? It's like the pop station. Oh, wow. Well, I learned something new today. There you go. Welcome to Nashville. Well, we're, we're excited to be here uh, recording a podcast and uh, hopefully we don't get interrupted by Ben Schwanberg, um, who is currently grilling in my backyard. Making burgers, Making doing burgers thing. for our team this evening. We have been doing some things in the Nashville area over the past few days with quite a few members of the BuildWit gang, and they are hungry, as hungry as ever. So Ben is doing the beautiful work of feeding the army. You know, he walked into this house and he said, when is the office going to be done? <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I and he did have, not uh, say it kindly. He said it frustratedly, which I love. Yeah. It. Well, welcome to the club. Yep. Uh, because I am there too. It's uh, not done yet, but it's 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 on the brink of starting to get pretty. Like all the little pretty stuff. It's is looking like something. It's looking like a place. It's we we got power today. So, the next step would be to like install the actual outlets and make it. So it's all wired. Okay, it's already but okay, yeah. Got it. Well, we've just had like this. I don't know where the power is coming from. We just have like these shitty little fluorescent lights. Throughout got the it. Office. But now we can like install the lights. And all the lights are already installed, but now we have like dedicated power. Oh, cool. That's like ours. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got I don't. It. Again, I don't know how this stuff works, but they were pulling some really big power cables through the conduit from the outside of the building. Okay, so that's like. Real deal. We're in, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah, we'll be in business this week. We'll have, we'll have power and everything. We can uh, do the next podcast in there while people are painting, maybe. Um, I don't know if that's the best way. Okay. To, yeah, we're going to have to wait on that one. <laughs> but it's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I just I just get excited, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, tell me about it. I go there every day, and I'm just yeah. looking at I'm like, damn, this is getting pretty cool. So, um, you, had put, you and Matt had put the vlog out last week. Um, 
and one of the like shots of the inside of the office showed the uh, soon to be podcast studio, and it was kind of cool because I could like show my wife. I'm like, hey, here's like actually where it's going to be happening. Here's my cool. future office. Yeah, I'm the only one with an office, so no big I mean, deal. You, I it, technically like no no joke. You are the only one with your private private office. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just kind of like be stopping by for conference calls, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You'll be just be coming by to like talk, and then you'll leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, you, you, you've, and you're like in your own corner, and I'm excited, man. You could, you could, you could work in there for months and probably not even see anybody. Well, that's my goal. You just sneak in there and sneak out. Yeah. Well, I joined this company to not really get to know anyone since everybody was remote, and it's worked out great so far. You know, I, I am a uh, enormous introvert, and so there's some days where I wish I just didn't have to talk to anybody ever. Sure. And yet I am in the absolute wrong profession and position for that. I would assume if your last name is in the name of a company that you end up having to talk to people. It's a, there's a lot of talking involved and no one, no one warned me. Yeah. Uh, and if I would have known beforehand, maybe I would, I don't know what I would be doing, but maybe you can write a, a write a book about it. Yeah. But to, to, like about my experience of, of not wanting to talk to people? Or just that tells people, if you don't want to talk to people, maybe this isn't for Starting you. Starting companies, terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. What's that book that Michael Scott uh, hypothetically was writing? Somehow I Manage? Is that what it's called? I don't know. He was writing a management book and he said, it'd be me on the cover, I'd have my sleeves rolled up and I'd be shrugging and be called Somehow, somehow I Manage. That probably is a real book somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh I mean we're we're getting to the point where we will have a podcast in the office soon. Aaron told me like an actual span of weeks that I should start planning for in-person podcasts which yeah. um ruffled my jimmies. Well, and I uh to backtrack here a little bit, if you haven't seen the vlog of it, it, the office tour, we did a, a brief office tour. It was great. It's, it's just framed out. Yeah. And it's not crazy exciting yet but it gives you a rough idea of, of what the office kind of looks like. Matt Briscoe put it together. It's on YouTube. If you just search Buildwood on YouTube, you'll find our YouTube channel Yep. and you can find the office tour video. And I'll put the YouTube channel in the, uh, the show notes. Shameless I almost said the description plug. below, but I'm like, I'm not on YouTube right yeah, now. This is a podcast. Swipe up. Swipe up. That'll work. Did anybody just swipe up? I hope so. We'll see, man. Because apparently a lot of people on the internet think I'm always serious. Do you say swipe up on stories without a swipe up option? I I, I have done that a few times. <laughs> just <laughs> like then, forgot to put it no, on there? You just create a level of mistrust that doesn't help anybody yeah, they're when like, you're doing stuff like that. It's like the boy who cried wolf. It's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, he's never going to do it. Yeah, people, people are like, all right, come on, man. <laughs> I've been swiping this whole time and you weren't <laughs> giving me anything in return. Well, uh, speaking of... Uh, giving some folks something in return. Um, that's, that's kind of like a non sequitur. I'm trying. I'm working on my segues. I don't know where we're going, but yep. You're going to tease something pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to get too far into it right now. But we're teasing. We're but, just a tease. Yeah, and I've been told not to talk about this yeah. until we're, we're officially understanding what we're going to do it. But we're going to talk about it anyway with our, our loyal lis listeners. Yeah. So if, if you're listening to this right now, keep it quiet. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not talk out. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, you're, you're getting the inside scoop here. Um, 
so we've noticed that there are a lot of new, uh, there's a new generation of leadership up and coming in the dirt world. And that, that might be you as far as you're a, a young business owner, you're a young project engineer, young foreman, maybe you're a operator, but you want to become a foreman. You want to become a better leader. You're a estimator. It, it, anyone is a leader and yet there's no real leadership and training resources available to people in this industry. So since we know a lot of people and we have the means to create videos and distribute them widely, we are creating something called Build With Leaders, which will be an online library of educational and leadership-based content tailored exclusively to the dirt world. Yep. So if you want to become a better leader for your crew, this is for you. If you want to communicate more effectively with your crew, this is for you. If you want to learn how to utilize equipment more effectively, this is for you. It's extremely exciting. We've been filming. We just kicked off yesterday. We've been filming. We're filming all this week. We're filming next week. We are doing this nonstop. So it's coming soon. We're rolling it out next month officially. It is a subscription. You know, you're going to have to pay for it. But in theory, you should be earning way beyond this for yourself if you take this information and put it to work out in the field. And hopefully your company pays for it. And so your company is, hey, I'm going to invest in you. You're this, you know, next generation of leaders. We're going to give you this information to do what you, you wish with. And hopefully this is a tool that can help you get to wherever you want to go in your career and ultimately help make the world a better place. So we're really excited about it. It's underway as we speak. We haven't spoken about it yet because I don't like talking about things that are not underway. I don't like be, being like, I'm going to go do this. I like to just, here's what we're doing. It's just factual. Yeah, it's happening. It's real. Rolls out next month. We are hitting this hot and heavy. And then from once it rolls on to essentially eternity, we will be continuously adding new tracks, new content, probably weekly. Yeah. If not more frequently than that. I mean, it's it's, it's going to be an... an eternally expanding catalog of like real valuable, I don't want to say content because I, I think sometimes the idea of content can have a negative um, connotation in terms of just like, let's put content on the internet because that doesn't mean anything. No, this is real valuable um, video trainings that have like real um, shit. On. I'm not, now I'm like, Thinking too hard on it. Real value has, it, has re- real value to like increase what you know and what you can do. I'm excited to go through some of the things myself. And this is stuff you can take and apply in within five minutes. Yeah, like, I was involved in a, a a course today that we were filming. It was me and Randy um, with with one of our speakers, our experts on communication, communicating more effectively. Every single point we were talking about, I was like, damn. I need to do a better job at this. Like, good thing we're filming this because I'm gonna re- want to remember this. I like, I shit you not. I'm gonna go back and watch that course again and again because it was extraordinarily helpful. Yeah. And this is not. I'm not a big fan of this. This bullshit fairy dust. Ooh, we're gonna go teach you all the tips and tricks. This isn't that. We're just gonna try to give you practical leadership and industry information that you can apply to your day to day career. That's what we're trying to do here. And that's why it's tailored exclusively to the dirt world. We speak the language and we're making this all for you. Hell yeah, man. So get excited. That's all I'm going to say about it. (laughs) And clearly I'm not stoked. 
Yeah. Aaron, he was really sitting just, he wasn't moving at all. Nope. His hands were in his lap the whole time. Yep. No energy at all. Super <laughs> low energy right now. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. And there's, we've, we had a lot of our team here in Nashville working on it. Um, it's, it's been exciting to see people coming in and out, filling in different roles. Like, oh, this person can help with this part of the project. This person yeah. can help with this part of the project. Um, it's been a wild couple of days here in Nashville. And it's just going to keep going for the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Which is very, very cool. Um, before we jump into the questions segment of this podcast, we're, we have an official answer for a question that we got a couple of weeks ago that Aaron made sure to reach out to some experts. And he's got the answers. Do you want to insert a replay of that question from the previous episode? Ooh, that might be good. Can I can pull the whole thing. Effect, yeah. and you go back in time weeks ago to where you asked the real question. Exactly. Oh, dude, it's coming together. Can you do that? Oh, can yeah, you, yeah. Can you do that with your, your sound machine there? Why is it that all the big rubber tire loaders still have two stick controls? Seems like a full joystick loader would be more efficient and accurate. Oh. And that is a great question, Alex, from the past. I went to someone who is a friend of the show, Sam Meager from Caterpillar. Yep. He is a tractor enthusiast. Probably knows a, a little bit about it. He knows a thing or two. I don't want to give him too much credit. <laughs> He's not bad in the tractor department, Not though. too much credit, but some. So I said, Sam, why are some loaders joystick while others still have the two little sticks? And he said, options. It's up to the dealer and customer which one they want. Some uh, some old time guys still want the sticks only because that's the the traditional yeah. layout, whereas younger guys typically like the Joey stick. And I asked him so you can choose between them in most machines, and he said yes. Most allow the option of levers slash Joey sticks for implement. Some loaders allow stick steer for steering as well. Okay, so it depends on the machine, but for most machines it's optional and you can choose between the two depending on preference from the manufacturer like Correct. you couldn't swap them out no yeah you kind of just go one or the other okay so that's the best answer i got for you there you go brian enjoy you happy gratis and i in fairness i've always wondered that too so great question just stylistic preference but honestly technical questions we we can we can answer but we're going to have to farm them out. Well, I, and honestly, maybe that's good is, you know, we're, we're trying to get better at if a question comes in that we just don't know the answer to instead of just being like, well, maybe something like that. No, we just and, say, yeah. let's ask somebody who very much knows the answer. And that's, uh, yeah. It's I, kind I, of like phone a friend. We're trying to, we're trying to do the, we're trying to just be real here. And I, you know, I made this mistake very early on. I tried to act like an equipment expert and people who were equipment experts quickly found out that I was not an equipment expert <laughs> and I would be nervous about that. Yeah. And then one day I'm like, why the hell am I doing? Why am I acting like I know this stuff? Because I don't know this stuff. Well, you can like love it and not pretend to be an expert too. Exactly. You know? So what if I just love it and admire it and not pretend I'm an expert and just maybe reiterate what I'm learning from experts? Brain blast. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing since. I still don't know anything, but I know a lot of people that do know a lot of stuff. I like that approach. And I can leverage their knowledge of stuff to educate our listeners. As well as educate yourself. And myself. Two-prong approach, baby. 
Oh, all, yeah. All right. So first official question of this podcast after doing some uh, homework. This one is anonymous. It says, I am 21 and recently got an older guy in his 50s on my crew. How do you deal with having to be their direct report and not make things awkward? I know if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't want to listen to someone who is that young. This is a fan. We just talked about this this morning. This is fantastic. I am, you know, I'm a younger guy. I'm, I'm 26. And um, so I lead, you know, most of the people I lead are, are older than me. So I can kind of relate here. We, I've never really directly dealt with this all that much because that's not really the vibe of our company, I feel like. Yeah, it, it, there's just not, I mean, we've talked, there's some hierarchy. We struggle with the uh, other uses of hierarchical. hierarchical. Yeah, I, we struggle with don't that. Don't bring that word up again. But there's just not a lot of that in BuildWit from like a, an attitude perspective. No, you know? not really. But I, I, it plays out a lot in the, in the industry. Yeah. And I, I would approach this with humility and respect. And I would honestly just seek out their advice and get them involved in the day-to-day as much as possible. And just acknowledge that, hey, I know you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And I'm genuinely curious, what do you think the best way of doing this is? And if you have a different approach and they don't agree with you, or, you know, hey, I'm going to do it this more modern way, but this guy's just not getting on board, just have that conversation. Why do you, why do you, why do you feel that way? Why, why do you think this way is, is better than the way I'm presenting and not just, you know, you, you you're not a leader by forcing shit down people's throats. You you want to make it their idea. I literally just, this is going to be on the leadership, Build It Leaders platform. This is going to be on Build It Leaders. Yeah. This exact topic. We just delved way into it this morning. But it's about gaining trust, gaining that respect, and asking questions. And leveraging what they know. And if you respect and care for them, you're going to get their respect in return. So it might take some time. You might get frustrated. And maybe maybe they're just indefinitely an asshole. But that's that's kind of their problem. That's, that's their problem. So then they're dealing with. But do your best to be genuinely curious, to learn from them, to involve them in the process. If they're pushing back on something, to understand why and understand what their points may be. And be patient with the process is where I would come at this with. The assumption there is that that the like older person on the crew would have a lot more like experience in that line of work. Yes, because I guess they probably would, or they're much more rare for Odds someone that are, age to be really new. Yeah, yeah. Odds are they're they're more experienced, but even they're just more experienced in life. Yeah, I mean, life we can, experience. We can make that assumption. Yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you know, no one likes the young guy that's trying to go out and prove themselves and puffs their chest out and acts like they know what's best. Because, dude, it's you know, you're a kid. You don't know shit. I don't know shit. I'm 26. It's like, man, I do not have a whole lot of life experience. So I need to be humble enough to recognize that. And then smart enough to leverage those around me that do have that life experience to help me accomplish what we've set out to accomplish. But I see these young guys, they're just trying to puff their chests out and prove themselves. And that does no one any good. Well, hopefully that uh, gives you some good advice. Um, I appreciate you reaching out. I feel like that's certainly a tough situation. Um, 
And so uh, that probably plays out all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like I said, we were just talking about it a few hours ago. We're all just trying to do better here, you know? That's it, man. All right. Next question from Matt Phillips. Hey guys, love the podcast. Oh, thanks, I gotta, man. I gotta read it, man. You know, it just Why makes not? me feel yeah. good. That's, thanks, Matt. That's a, that's a telltale way to get your question read on this podcast. What a guy. Give us a compliment. <laughs> we'll be reading it. Uh, my question is, how would you approach graduating high school kids to bring them into the industry? This year is obviously different because of COVID. We are not allowed to go into the schools to talk to the seniors. How would you explain the opportunities available in the dirt world to kids that have been brainwashed into having to go to college to be quote unquote successful in life? The school recommended a PowerPoint presentation, but I doubt it would be well received by these kids. I'll probably cut out that last question. Yeah, there's um, a few different ways. I mean, social media one, we've talked about it. Yeah. Whereas every high schooler in the country right now, they're on social media. So if you're showing them excavators and bulldozers and cool stuff out in the field, they are going to be thinking about you. Yep. Even if they're being brainwashed into going to college, you are still front and center with what they are consuming every single day. They're on their phones. So you should be there too. Very simple. And if you're not there, you should probably consider it. You'll struggle. I mean, there's just... That's what these people are. That's what they are. And... So that's very simple. Um, video content, you know, maybe you guys can create a video on what the day, a day in the life at your business looks like. And it doesn't have to be all that elaborate. If you have another young person within the business that understands their way kind of around video, that could be a, a wonderful medium that that is super attractive to younger people. And I would just ask yourself, how can you create an experience for younger people? And, and how can you create the ability for them to experience the industry. Like I just saw, I'll shout out Kimo. He uh, was at a summer camp the other day with his mini excavator and just letting the kids crawl all over the mini excavator and and showing them what the hell it was and creating an experience. And yeah, those are younger kids. Those aren't high school kids. But even in the world of COVID, you can still create an experience. I think the world is to a point now where it's like, you can do that kind of stuff now. Well, and I think, you know, chemo doing that kind of thing um, at like a summer camp with younger kids, that exact um, tactic and scenario has proven to be successful time and time again. Um, you know, that's, that's why so many people wanted to be archaeologists after seeing um, the first Jurassic Park movie. Like that yeah. was a real thing that happened. Yeah. Same thing with um, when Top Gun came out. We talked about on, that on Dirt Talk a couple weeks ago. Um, with with Colby from Fueled, is after Top Gun came out, a lot of people wanted to be in the Navy. Was that, that was Navy Air Force. Mm, they wanted to be fighter pilots. They wanted to be fighter pilots. Um, and like that's a real; those are real tangible things that happened. That's not that's not a theory that you could. They can look at the numbers of who was applying to for these jobs in these like colleges. Like the the statistics bear that out. And so I think this is, to me, that's like the same thing as, as chemo going and, you know, it's like birthing this, like a new love for something that's really exciting. Yeah. I think that's real. That's very real. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I force every parent at BuildWit to, to make their kids watch BuildWit videos every single night before yeah, bedtime. It's the only thing we watch in my house, yep. just BuildWit videos. It's, it's, we got to do it. You know, we got to raise that next generation, but 
in all seriousness, to reach high school kids, high school kids are on their phones. Meet them where they are yep. on their damn phones. And if you can get their attention, create those experiences, create those opportunities, allow them to even understand that there's those opportunities out there, I think we'll be in a good spot. I wish there was a little bit more nuance in the, if you go to college, you can get these kinds of jobs. If you don't go to college, you can get these kinds of jobs. Because I, I still feel, and I, it, it has obviously gotten better in the last 10 years, just like that conversation. Like, I'll put it out on the podcast. I did not graduate college. I, yeah. went, I went to a lot of college, but yeah. I did not graduate college. Yeah, there's a... But I also went back to school for something else. Yeah. And that's how I ended up at BuildWit. Yeah, for development. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And so um, I, I think that like you can go and get a four-year degree and work in the dirt world. And that's, it's not like an either or. Yeah, like that's I, what I'm saying. It's, yeah, I it's think it's not the either black or, and white. Yeah, the, the either or is super, and I've fallen prey to that argument too of like, don't go to college. Like, it's stupid. Is it stupid? Yeah, it's, it's kind of stupid. But depending all, on what you want to do, depending on what you do and how you utilize it. Yeah. Like, if you utilize it to learn more about yourself and expand your ability to communicate and understand new concepts and figure out what you want to do in life meet new people, well worth the time and money. You also can't be a doctor unless you don't go to school. And doctor, <laughs> lawyer, engineer, engineer yeah. accountant. Okay, great. Uh, but that's the that's the reality is, you know, those are the only professions that you need a college degree for. Yeah. Nothing else requires a degree. And, and honestly, this is what's happening too is next generation of companies doesn't really care about degrees. No. Is a degree requirement to work at BuildWit? Obviously not. You no. don't. You don't have a finished one. I don't. I don't even know that. Yeah. We don't even ask people what their educational education status is because it's it's a just a non-factor in our business. And I think that's sort of where um, the idea of college is is going to continue to go in the direction of you go to college because you want to learn these things, yeah. not just because like well now that I have a college degree I'm now worthy of this kind of work like that. No. That's dying rapidly. That's well, it's completely know? untrue now. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. No, I know plenty of people who, like people I went to school with, who struggled and who have still struggled to work in that field, and they finished their degree. And uh, I finished my works. I finished my degree in construction. I honestly hate construction. He hates it. He only has a podcast called Dirt Talk. Trick, <laughs> trick. I just got lucky. It worked out. Yeah. However, like you're not directly using all of those skills that you learned in college. I'm using none of those. The only skill, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm oversimplifying here. Yeah, sure. I, I'm, I, I'm sure I use a bunch of skills, but the only skill I really use is since I was not very good at engineering school and math, I got the shit kicked out of me every single day of the week for four years. I just absolutely kicked in the nuts every single it was a terrible struggle and it taught me to just keep pushing forward keep slogging keep yeah. my head down just one step at a time and that is proven to be very very beneficial in business now where it's just like okay yeah another kick in the nuts that stings but just keep moving because forward is the only only option here are you still not very good at math? I 
am terrible at math. Word. People don't believe me either. I'm like, no, I promise you. Like I had to have my roommate take my math placement test for me so I could get into engineering school in the first place. Like it, (laughs) (laughs) it was not pretty. I saw a tweet recently that said, we need to normalize the type of person who uh, got really, really high scores on their English comprehension uh, scores on their SAT and really low math and science scores. I'm like, oh, that's me. that was me. I did bad on that. No respect for those kids. <laughs> no respect. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, honestly, first place I'd start is social media. Yeah, I mean, you just got to show people what you do. And I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing, right? And, okay, so we're competing with all these all these industries. Yeah. That okay, cool. Like, what's their social media content going to be like? Yeah, some guy smiling with his thumbs up. Like, <laughs> look at these sweet documents. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe two hands, like shaking hands with like a sunset in the background. I feel yeah. like I've seen that picture a lot before. Yeah, yeah that's that's a great photo too. And they're about like business. Clean pressed shirt yep. and tie. Whereas our industry, bulldozers, dump trucks, building shit. That is cool. It's cool. It's cool and it appeals to younger people it is just beaten out of us as we are told to know you need a more refined career you need to stop doing things with your hands and getting dirty you need to use your brain it's it's trained out of us but young people it's 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 appealing to them so like i'm i'm as optimistic as ever because what we do is cool and is very appealing to that younger generation if we get it in front of them and continuously get it in front of them. Well, I don't know. We work, we try to put some stuff out there in the world. We, we do what we can. Can we do better? Sure. sure. Yeah. But it's an honest day's work. Just figuring it out, man. Yeah. You know how it is. I do. Uh, thank you, Matt. Um, that's certainly something we've thought about before. And we've, we've spoken into the, how to just like connect with, the next generation in terms of bringing them into the workforce. Um, but certainly it's showing them what there, there is to see, That's you know, step one, how are you going to get people interested if they have no idea what you do? Um, last question of the day. This is from Will Peters. He's a field engineer out of Boston. Longtime listener, huge fan of what you're doing. Hey, Woo-hoo. hey, have you ever thought about incorporating the use of Boston Dynamics Spot Robot into taking photos or videos of projects? Do you see yourself or other companies incorporating the use of 3D imaging or progress photos through Spot into site work for site builds or soil tracking? Um, I mean, specifically, I do think that's more of a party trick. It's like they're not cheap. Yeah. And they're cool, but it's like it's a really cool party trick. Like if you were to bring one of those with the little trimble spinny thing on top. And I know it's not a trimble spinny thing, but I'm going to call it a trimble <laughs> spinny thing. Plop it on top of that little thing and it walks around like it was bouncing around a con expo and everyone's like, wow, yeah. that's really cool. And you're like, okay, how does how, how well does it work? And I'm like, well, that it's not all that practical yet, but maybe one day, and here's all the potential use applications. It makes a lot more sense for building contractors to survey the interior of a building. I get that. In the civil world, it's such an enormous expanse of space on a lot of sites that from like a imaging survey place, drones are way more effective. And 
heavily utilized across the industry now. I mean, m most, if not all earthwork heavy civil companies have drones now for something, whether it be just taking progress pictures or creating uh, maps and, yeah. and large progress photos, you know, stitching a bunch of photos together or calculating the volume of earthwork and, and how much earthwork they've moved or in mining, how much material is in X stockpile. It's super practical. So is something on the ground as practical? Not necessarily like a robot dog running around. Maybe one day, maybe, maybe I could be totally wrong. They could yeah. make these robot dogs super, super practical. And like, wow, that dog runs so fast and he can just cover so much ground. He can, he's just the best surveyor ever. Great. I, that, that'd be super cool. But the way I see it is in the heavy civil world, mining world, dirt world, drones are the way to go long-term. They are so effective and very widespread right now. Yeah, they're way more accessible. I mean, obviously. They're more accessible. They're cheaper. Like those, those spot dog. I mean, probably a hundred grand for that damn thing. That thing scares me because it doesn't have a head. It it does it is kind of I there is a weird thing with those two. I feel like it can't go up steps or something like that. I've seen that, yeah, I've seen some videos. There's a yeah, there's like a weird like it can jump, but it can't walk up steps. Yeah. <laughs> I I I'm not sure it's it's and I could be wrong. It sounds like something expensive to get stuck in the mud. No, I, yeah. Again, it has its, it has its use cases. I appreciate it. It's super cool. It is very cool. But as far as serving a job site's concerned, I don't know if that is the tool of choice. Yeah. I mean, I, drones are the, the way to go right now for sure. It's funny because like at one point drones were kind of a toy. Yes. And then all of a sudden it was like, look at all the other really useful stuff we can do with like... And I mean like consumer grade drones that you can like go to the yeah, store and get, yeah. not what the military was using or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you could, it was like a remote control toy. And then it's like, well, wait, if we put a really nice camera on there, then we can get some killer shots. Oh, wait, we can actually do something with these photos. Yeah. And now, I mean, people use drones for all kinds of stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, the military has been using them for a long time sure. for surveillance and killing people. But our industry we can use it for surveying, tracking quantities, tracking progress, inspections. There's a ton of different applications. And we also get some sick shots when we visit job and, sites. Yeah, we use them at BuildWith to get those sick shots. Very cool. That we use to inspire the next generation. Because we're See trying to... tied that right back into place. Make there. the dirt world a better place. Yes. That's what we're doing. Or what we're trying sick, to do. Sick shot of a loader with stick controls sent to high school kids. There you go. Did you I just tie, tie it all together. Everything here. Professional podcaster, Aaron Witt, everybody. Give him a hand of applause. I have a, a round way of applause. With, I have a way with words. What can I say? <laughs> uh, so this week's guest is you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I hope that works. We'll, just, we'll plan on that. Yeah, we'll plan. We'll, we'll, we'll cut plan this out. Yeah, yeah. This is bad. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a special. I'll know, before this goes live, I'll know for sure if it happens. Yeah, so. That's true. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a special episode with myself, Dan Briscoe, and Randy Blunt talking about what the hell's going on at Buildwood right now. We did a cool internal podcast that we sent out to our partners, yep. the three of us. Uh, but I forget that not everybody listens to those, of course. And so I would like to do a podcast with the three of us talking about the latest happenings at BuildWit, what we are up to. I'm sure we will 
again, touch on leaders and what we're creating there and, and build it online and all the fun stuff happening within our business right now. So I, I feel like it, it's, you know, with them in town, this is a good opportunity to just catch everybody up on the, on the latest happenings from not just my perspective, not just Alex's perspective, but from Dan and Randy who are, you know, extremely, extremely important to our business from a, yeah. a high level perspective. Um, the podcast that the three of y'all did a couple, I guess maybe six weeks ago, something like that, um, was awesome and it was really inspiring and was really just like, I'll take a word from one of our, one of the people that's going to be in our build with leaders videos really crystallized what we're trying to do here at at build with. Yeah. And of course, a lot of the things that y'all talked about in that podcast was for our partners and doesn't really make sense for, you know, our, our listening listener base at large to really dive into because it's just information that doesn't apply. Exactly. But that's why I'm excited for this one because it's, you know, we're not just doing work for um, a couple of partners. That's, that's not the mission. No. And like, well, you know, when we do these other podcast episodes for internal purposes, yeah. it's not really that we're sharing anything top secret. No, it's more so that it's just not all that applicable for everybody. I mean, maybe some of it is, but it's just simpler to go into, okay, this is just for build with people. So I can tailor it specifically to this group. And then this podcast is specifically for these, these five individuals. Yeah, just five. That love dirt and love talking about it and love everything about it. So it's, it's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Assuming it happens. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. If you're, if you're listening to this. It did happen, and which listen, is exciting. Listen, it, it happened. Yeah. So that's, that's good news. So if you're listening to this right now, we're in business. This episode had a specific specifically a lot of uh, notes for Alex to go do stuff later in post-production to make this go the way it's going to go. So I feel good about that. That's exciting. That's where the magic really happens in post-production. You know, I really put this thing together. You do. I I really just give you a huge list of words to you just read them all out and then I have to stitch each word into a sentence and the podcast becomes really long. Uh, You know, someone's going to do it, Alex. Well, you're a busy guy, Aaron. Well, I think that might be a podcast, man. I think that's a podcast. I feel great about it. Yeah. I, as always, wholeheartedly appreciate everybody listening, interacting, following along, sending us questions. If you have questions or comments, send them to dirttalk at buildwit.com. I almost gave out the other email, but that would be not the right one. It's <laughs> dirttalk at buildwit.com. Send us any kind of mail you'd like us to think about, read on the air, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And as always, keep sharing the podcast with anyone you think would enjoy it because that would be really, really nice. That would be a really good, a really good gift to Alex and I. Sure. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording that um, it feels good to be the number one dirt podcast in the dirt world that we were, uh, we were awarded from the, what would you say? The ministry of podcasts, the, the, the national association of podcasts. Yeah, that's it. Podcasting. (laughs) Yeah, we we are officially the number one podcast of the dirt world. That's what they say, you know. And yeah. I'm not going to go into who they is necessarily, they, but that's what they say. And so we're happy yeah. to be here for you guys. Yeah, there 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 might be a a, a self proclaimed component there. <laughs> we we just claimed it. We said yeah, oh, yeah. that's probably that's probably us. We've just decided we're just going to claim the title. Yep, and roll with it. So yeah, we are proudly the number one dirt world podcast in our eyes. To us. <laughs> yes. Which is clearly an extension of our value of 
Stay humble or be humbled. Stay humble or be humbled and just uh, decide that you're the best and and never relinquish that idea. We are humility. (laughs) Uh, Well, thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you guys in the next one. Stay dirty. Stay dirty.